Welcome to Senior Beat. My name is Christine Beatty. I'm the director at the Madison Senior Center, and I'm very pleased today to introduce our new co-producer for Senior Beat. Tom Frazier has been a longtime advocate for older people in Dane County and in the state of Wisconsin even, but we're very pleased that he's uh, been willing to join us. Tom is also on the City Committee on Aging, and he also serves on the Advisory Council, in fact, President for the ADRC Board. Yeah, yeah that's correct. I'm so glad you're here, Tom. Well, thank you, Christine. I'm glad to be here. Uh, as you mentioned, I've been involved in advocacy for going on 35 years. Wow. And uh, a big component of advocacy is information, timely, accurate information. And I think the, the Senior Beat will help us do that. And I Good. look forward to assisting you in doing that. Wonderful. Thank you, Tom. I have to go on now. Yes, you do. <laughs> you get a job. My, my first mistake. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm happy to introduce our guest for today. Uh, Melanie Ramey uh, is the state president of the League of Women Voters of Wisconsin, and Andrea Kaminsky is executive director of the League of Women Voters. Welcome. Thank, Thank you, you for Thank coming you. Good today. Good to be here. It's Good to be here. Yeah, I. I um, I got a little confused with League of Women Voters. I, I think my initial contact was with the Dane County one, and, and I got confused about But this, you represent the State League of Women Voters. We do. The, um, the League of Women Voters is a nonpartisan organization that advocates for informed and active participation in government. And we have 17 local leagues, actually, in the state of Wisconsin, yeah. uh, along with a state office and a national office. Wonderful. Excellent. And we're 90 years old, over 90 yeah. years old now, <laughs> so we've been around for a long time, and we intend to be around for a long time. Well, so. it seems as though there are some issues on the, on the docket that need to be taken care of these days. Would you like to tell us about your uh, uh, lawsuit? Wow, that's Absolutely. pretty impressive. Yes, it is. Uh, we are the plaintiffs in the case challenging the voter ID law. And that, you're named uh, specifically. Yeah, I'm, aren't I'm you? named. I'm named. And this was a strategic thing because we went as the organization and then as me as an individual to be sure we had standing. If, challenge, if the organization is challenged and standing, a citizen has the right to bring a challenge, and so I'm the citizen. Uh -huh. But in any event, we were very concerned about um, that law mm -hmm. and how it really was going to disenfranchise a lot of people, especially older people mm -hmm. uh, among uh, uh, identified group. And so we brought the law, or to, we challenged the law uh, as unconstitutional based on the Wisconsin Constitution. And in the Dane County Court, we got an injunction, initial injunction. And as a result of that injunction, and then the, the case is appealed, it's been heard at the appeals court, we are concerned that the appeals court really didn't understand all of the issues, and we have asked the Supreme Court to review. And But because of this lawsuit being in process, uh, the voter ID law was not able to take effect for five elections, including the last presidential mm -hmm. election. So um, people were able to continue to vote as usual. And, uh, and so the arguments now for the Supreme Court uh, will be in February, and so we're anticipating 
uh, decision in um, early part of summer, probably. But I think this is uh, exciting. And, yeah, Andrea uh, uh, in our office handled a lot of the um, questions and concerns people had about how it was affecting them. Sure. Yeah. I knew when when the law was first being talked about, a lot of people were really scared and and very concerned because they wouldn't have the appropriate kinds of ID. Talk to me a little bit about that. Well, it, it's it's interesting. Um, for so many people, you have a driver's license or an ID of, of uh, that's acceptable, a Wisconsin state ID. And it seems like, well, what's difficult about showing that? But the fact is, a surprising number of people don't have ID. They don't have one of the short list of acceptable government-issued photo IDs that that law allows, mm -hmm. allowed. Uh, it's important to mention that the law is still blocked at this point yeah. and, um, and under, with a, an injunction. Okay. But um, it, the, the law actually placed a heavier burden on certain groups, and this has been found in mm -hmm. Wisconsin and elsewhere. Definitely um, much more of a burden for, for older adults, and actually we're finding for women as well. That was a, an interesting point you had made on the phone call conversation we had. I didn't realize that women were so adversely affected by it. Well, there's a, a new figure out from the Brennan Center at New, new York University that says that 48% of voting age women don't, have a, a la, are, don't currently have a last name that matches their birth certificate, if they had a birth certificate. And oh, um, and so if you don't have yeah. if you don't have a Wisconsin ID of some sort or an acceptable ID, you would have to try to go to the DMV and get one. And they say it's free. Well, that part of it may be free once you manage to get to the DMV, which is difficult for many people. But Transportation issues exactly being, exactly uh, difficult for older people. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but you, in order to get an ID, you need to have a birth certificate. And it can't be just a nice little announcement. It can't be your name in the family Bible. It has to be a certified birth certificate. And in order to get that, you have to, it, it will cost you money. Mm -hmm. And it may cost you a lot of time. And if the name on that birth certificate then doesn't match the name that you have now, you've got to show a paper trail for marriage, divorce, whatever that yeah. Yeah. makes that possible. I know there's a, quite a few older people who do not have driver's licenses uh, and right. may have difficulty getting a birth certificate if they don't already have one. Do, do you have some of those numbers? Uh, um, like it, how many older people really don't have? Yeah, it's estimated that there are approximately 300,000 currently registered voters in Wisconsin. They, have, they are registered voters even who don't have a driver's license. And a large number of those are older people. I knew it was a very large, yeah, large number. Sure. And related to that, um, what is the problem that we're fixing? And, and <laughs> if we're talking about keeping, you know, making it difficult for 300,000 people to vote, what is the problem we're fixing? There's not a problem. That's the bottom line. There's not a problem. There's not there's fraud. Been all, there's there's no fraud. not fraud. There's okay. been, you know, probably two, three cases of fraud in the last 50 years. I mean, it's nothing. It's a made-up problem, you know, uh, to, to act like this is a big issue in order to keep 
certain people from voting. It's a suppression of the voting rights. That's all there is to it. So you have to make up and do all this saying, oh, we want to have clean elections and so forth. This state has been noted for its clean elections and for its system of elections. Mm -hmm. And so there's not any problem that needs fixing, and that's part of the issue, too. um, in, In the 2008 election, Three million people voted in the state of Wisconsin. There were 18 cases of some kind of illegality. Not one of them was impersonation of another voter. They, they, and so when people say there are cases of fraud, first of all, the number is extremely, extremely small. And secondly, it's not fraud. It was people who, um, who are, are felons and who are still not, they're maybe on parole. They're still uh-huh. under supervision, and they, their rights had not yet been restored. And a lot of them didn't even know that yeah. they weren't eligible to vote, you right. know, because right. of that. So, you know, that, that, you know, was a very small number and, and insignificant, yeah. Mm. I can imagine some older people that I know showing up at the poll and being told they're not able to vote, and they would be a little upset. I would More hope they would. Well, those are some yeah. of the calls that we got at our office when the, uh, for the short period of time that the law was in effect. There were people calling us, um, older people calling us, and also um, family members. And Mm -hmm. these were people who have voted all their lives. You know, they have been good citizens. And all of a sudden, and they're the same person they were before the law passed, but all of a sudden, they have to prove it and they can't do so. Mm -hmm. Not, Mm -hmm. Not with the short list of IDs. Acceptable well, and, and uh, it's, it's frustrating to me to think about some of the DMV offices which have also closed. And you were mentioning that the people sometimes have to go two counties away in the rural area and find out that the offices closed that day. Yeah. You know, well, the it, computer system down, the, you know, or something um, like that. Yeah. Think how frustrating that would be to someone. One of the things and, that, yeah. and, and, and the, the priority is we want more people to well, vote. Well, this is it. <laughs> I mean, our, our end, we have enough problems getting people out to vote once. Yes. You know, to think that the people are going to run around and vote 10 or 12 times is absolutely stupid, you know, and <laughs> it's not going to happen. And so, you know, it's just an outrageous thing, the whole, the whole issue is. And I'm, I, one of the things to say, and what we're very glad about, is that when we started this lawsuit, we didn't have the money to file the lawsuit. But when the word began to get out about it, uh, people s- started contributing to the cause. And so we've been able to pay the fees uh, to that are necessary for the lawsuit because I think it's really reflective of people being very concerned that people are attempting to suppress the vote. Yeah. When do you think a decision will be uh, reached? Because this is in the state Supreme Court now. Yes, and oral arguments are February 25th, Mm -hmm. and the decision will be, we're told, sometime by early to mid-summer. Mm-hmm. Um, now that will be on the the two um, state-based lawsuits, the two uh, in state courts. There are also two cases in federal court, and that mm-hmm. judge could rule at any time. Oh, okay. Now, uh, so we've got two. We've got four lawsuits. Our case is in, in the uh, yeah. <laughs> oh it's, it's my! On the okay. State of Wisconsin Constitution. And so okay. we're at the Supreme Court. So the final. The decision in Supreme Court here will be the final decision on that, on our case and one other. Then the federal court ones, though, will, could actually go to the United States Supreme Court. That's right. You know. and, and in each case, the, there are slightly different uh, um, violations that, the, that these uh, cases are based on. So um, this law has a lot of problems. Yeah. 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 Well. But, so 
We could be affected in the in the November elections if the Supreme Court. Well, I mean, we'll be affected depending on how the state Supreme Court rules. That that could be because right mm -hmm. now there's one injunction, and that's the Supreme State Supreme Court has that. Um, and then there's also the possibility that the um, legislature could pass a new law. People should be watching for that. Yeah, and that's an important thing. People need to be watching for oh, this yeah. and yeah. be aware that this is going on. And one of the things we hope to do in terms of advocacy is to make a call for action for people. Sure. And so do you have a website that people can look at or get more information from? We do. It is LWVWI, like League of Women Voters of Wisconsin, okay. LWVWI.org. Um, you can go there and sign up for uh, our weekly e-news, and we will keep you informed and let you know when when it's uh, when you can act. Yeah, and I would say that we are formidable opponents, uh, simply because we've been uh, at this for over 90 years. And one of the things we've discovered, of course, is that a lot of the women who were the original suffragettes that we descend from live to be 90 and 100 years old. <laughs> and so these kinds of things invigorate people. And so we just serve notice that uh, we intend to be around to ch keep challenging these kinds of things that are not appropriate. And, that, and those people don't intend to stop voting. Either. That's, That's right. right. No, not well, not. and I know you have a wonderful list of other issues that you're also concerned about and watching on our behalf, and I really appreciate that. But, uh, but certainly joining uh, either your local chapter that you met or your state chapter would be a good move if you're concerned about And anybody or can both. join the league. It's not for women only. We hope that people will. Oh, Tom, yeah. you can join. That's yes, right, please Tom. do. You know, we have a lot of members. <laughs> yeah, sure. Lot of members. Sure. Yeah. Well, I'm so glad that you were able to come and just explain to us a little bit more about this really important issue. And I can't imagine a person who's been voting for the last 60 years being turned away at the polls and what, yeah. a, what a heartbreak that would be um, and what a travesty as well. Yeah, it won't happen if we can help it. Well, That's thank right. you, Melanie. Appreciate yeah. that. Nice to be here. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. We'll see you in a minute. Welcome back to Senior Beat. Our guest uh, for the segment, second segment is Gary Messinger, and he is from, uh, actually he is the Community Outreach Coordinator from Dane County Time Bank. And Time Bank, hmm, how do you bank time is what I want to know. That seems hard. Okay, <laughs> well hopefully we can give you the answers today. Good. So basically what we have with the time bank, we have a community of members who are trading their time with each other. 
And with your time, you're trading whatever, whatever skill, talent, gift, resource, whatever it is you feel you have to share that you're willing to share with other members of the community. Mm. Um, bottom line, the way it works, for every hour that you help another member in the time bank, you earn one hour in your account. Um, part of the beauty then is that, let's say you've helped me for two hours with some project around the home. So you've earned two hours. I might not have the skill you're looking for, but in exchange for earning those two hours for me, you can spend those two hours on any member of our time bank community to access some resource you're looking for. Oh, that's phenomenal. Yeah. And it's, we, it's bartering and... It's kind of like a barter group exchange, except exchange. I'll say we tend not to use the B word oh, just because okay. bartering's taxable and this isn't because so far they haven't figured ah, out how to tax our time. Okay. So we're exchanging our time. Steven. Yep. Hour for an hour. Yep, which... an hour's an hour, and that's no matter who you are or what you're offering. Right. So whether you're designing a website, pulling weeds, doing taxes, scrubbing the floor, an hour's an hour. I just call it the great equalizer. Yeah. just recognizes that everybody in our community has something to offer and contribute. That's wonderful. But in order to get an hour in your bank, you have to be a member of... Yes, you, right. So if you're helping another person or organization, if they're not a member, they don't have that hour to give you. Mm -hmm. um, but we again, we have over 2,300 members, including about 180 organizations. Uh, and one of them is the Madison Senior Center. And one of our favorite ones, of course. Oh, well, good. <laughs> I'm glad to hear that, Gary. But um, it, it just struck us that it, that made so much sense for a lot of older people mm -hmm. um, that they might be able to offer something in the community and then get something back that's very helpful, like maybe a ride mm -hmm. uh, to the doctor or maybe uh, some help with some chore work Absolutely. Or, or something yeah, like that. Endless possibilities. Yeah, but I, I, I think the examples of the kind of thing that you get mm -hmm. is really very interesting. Yeah, and just focusing on the seniors again, you know, you had a couple good examples, but it's definitely used for that, um, for rides, for transportation to get to the doctor. You know, it's a great way to help seniors stay independently at home. Right. Um, someone to help maybe get the the garden ready in the spring. You know, yeah. somebody you need that, somebody to do some shoveling this year. All that heavy shoveling, yeah. Yep, we got people who love to shovel. Or the snow um, or the dirt from the garden. Yeah, whatever or it could it be, hey, I want to learn a few computer skills. I mean, anything yeah. and everything. Oh, my. And so it's a great way to access resources, but again, a big part of the power of Time Bank is giving everybody an opportunity to contribute too. Because yeah. for some people, it's hard to ask for help. Right. And, and we know. So to me, this kind of levels the playing field instead of me having this need and you swooping in and saving the day for sure. me. It's like, you're helping me, but you fully expect me to turn around and help somebody else. Yeah. So and it gives the seniors an opportunity you know, to share whatever, whether they're ethnic cooking uh, specialty recipe or teaching someone how to knit. And we had a seven-year-old who taught a teenager how to do some crocheting. Oh, great. Um, you know, uh, so lots could of be intergenerational yeah, um, it's, it's connections, a, too. It's a great tool for knocking down so many of the demographic barriers that separate us yeah. because it just levels the playing field, that's all. Now, if I, if I remember correctly, it, what happens at the Madison Senior Center, people who volunteer at the Senior Center, mm -hmm. those hours count and can be banked for time bank. Right. So that you said you had about 180 different organizations. Right, 180. And that's the same months. way it works with those organizations? Well, all organizations participate differently. Okay. Um, but we encourage, you know, honestly, Madison Senior Center is a good role model and example because, again, you have a lot of volunteers. They're not all time bank members, but um, you've invited me there to talk to your volunteers. So if they 
if they decide to join the time bank, it's great. Um, you folks are generous about giving the hours because you realize when you give Mary three hours for helping you Wednesday afternoon, she can turn around and access some other resources. Right. So I, I think you've got maybe about 20 of your volunteers who are time bank members and I know they're helping with the front desk, with some yeah. office help, with the yeah. nutrition site. Yeah. Um, well, and, and the Madison Senior Center has benefited, too. Mm -hmm. um, we had a particular problem with our PA system. And right. we found mm -hmm. someone that was able to do that kind of electrical Ooh, work yeah. for us to help. Mm -hmm. And then um, a couple of times our program coordinator is, has found interesting programs from your listing. Yeah. yeah so once you're a member, a you get a list, or how does that work? Well, it's, it's computer-based, but you don't have to have the computer access or skills to be a part of the time bank. Yeah. Um, but on the, on, the on the website, it will list all the offers and by categories and, and all the requests that people are needing. So once you sign up, um, if you signed up today, we would kind of record all the things that you are offering and requesting. Um, so if you have a, a need or, you know, or the senior center is looking for some people to teach classes, we might look at some of the offers in some of the categories. Mm -hmm. um, I know you had somebody last year come in and do some organi organic gardening classes. Yes, as one example. yes. Um, so again, it you know, helps your budget. He's doing it for, for time bank hours instead. Right, right. Um, so it's all computer-based there. Um, is where you can find all the, the offers and requests. Sure. And if somebody doesn't have computer access, they can call our office or, or work through one of our many coordinators. And we have a computer to, lab. You have a computer lab. It's and open knew, every Friday yeah, afternoon. And I know you've, so had a, you've had a Time Bank member help with folks with a computer lab, yep, too. Exactly. So there's endless possibilities. Mm -hmm. and, you, and I've been doing my office hours there, I call yep. them. I like to be yep. all over um, the city and the county. Yeah. Uh, so it gives us a presence in, in, you know, in central Madison there. Sure. So it's another way that you've earned some hours also. Yeah. And yeah. So you had, you said you had about 2,300 members. Mm -hmm. Now, out of those, are most of those active? Um, Actives, uh, I guess it de depends what the person thinks. Mm -hmm. You know, some people okay. once a month might consider active once a year. Um, I think in the past year, I can tell you, we had maybe about 350 members do exchanges, mm. and they did about 14,000 hours worth of exchanges just in the past year. We've been around for eight years, and we've had over 60,000 hours exchanged between members. Okay. But, and, but when, say, I sign up, mm -hmm. I tell you what I'm looking for in the way of assistance that I would like to get, but I also tell you what I can offer. Exactly. To right. And then you... So, and then you keep track of that somehow. Well, I, if you have the computer access and skills, we want to give everybody the tools to be able to do it on their own. You know, we help people as we can, but it's hard to do for 2300 So if you have computer access, we would help you catalog your offers and requests and show, you know, show you a brief orientation to the website and how to make the most of it and how to search for somebody who, you know, you can offer this tutoring to children. So we'll show you where you can, you know, Find, find some people who might need what you're offering and vice versa. Okay, so we're so trying to give you the tools to navigate. Okay. So I, if I needed something, you know, or if I had some hours, I know I've got five hours mm -hmm. coming because I've done five hours. Sure. So then I could look, if I were had a computer and it would go on your website mm -hmm. and say I'm looking for certain kind of assistance, I could find that and then try to Absolutely. That. Yeah, and you make the contact, is that right? You or directly with the that's directly between you and that person. Others. Ideally, okay. you know, we help people okay. who need to need that part Connection. of it bridged. Yeah. Um, but ideally, yes, you would do that directly, and we you record the hours afterwards. Um, 
you know, takes a minute to record the hours right. and, and takes right. care of the exchange and everybody's notified of that. Um, I also want to say we're not concerned if you've earned more or spent more hours. So if you signed up today and there's some resource you want to access, we want to hook you up with that right away. Okay. The expectation is you're going to turn around and try your best to help somebody else in the community. But it's not so much about okay. the hours as sharing the resources, building community, putting value in all, our, all of our citizens, and again, recognizing that everybody has something to contribute. I like that offer. whole concept. I, I know that at one time you, were, um, you also used the Madison Senior Center for a, a special meeting that mm -hmm. you have, so you get, get people together too, don't you? Right, we, we try to have more or less monthly gatherings oh, um, from the, through the Time Bank, and it's a variety of things. Um, I, uh, we've just had our annual meeting at the Madison Senior Center, which was wonderful, but sometimes we'll have potlucks. To me, basically, it's a variety pack. It's an excuse. It's a reason for members to get together mm -hmm. so people develop relationships and trust. And it's mm -hmm. not the synonymous program. Well, and um, I like that, too, because I would like to know who I'm calling mm -hmm. and yeah. who, who this person mm -hmm. is who's going to come mm -hmm. into my house and do, yeah. do some computer help for me. Mm -hmm. um, certainly a phone call would be good, but... It, these social it's, events make it yes. more, quote, a community. Yeah, and sometimes we'll yeah. try to match people <laughs> up with those two. And with that, too, I'll mention we do a basic background check on all members. Oh, good. Um, oh, good. We check sexual offenders registry. Yep. Um, we check Wisconsin mm -hmm. criminal court background. Um, for that, most things are meaningless. Mm -hmm. We're looking for recent felonies, violence. We want to balance create, helping create a safe environment but also to include as many people as we can in yeah, the community. Sure. But with that, I still, the bottom line is I urge due diligence. Yeah. You know, you, you still want to get to know somebody. Sure. You know, if, somebody's, if you want somebody to do child care, you still want to oh, meet them absolutely. elsewhere and, and right. you know, you can ask for their references, et cetera. Right, yeah. Uh, as my but, mother used to say, anytime you feel the hair on the back of your neck start yeah, to get prickly. Listen to that. Yeah. Listen to that. Yeah, but, and I, I will say, just on a bigger scale, uh, Time Bank's, um, certainly is thriving in Dane County, but it's been around for over 30 years in this form, and it's in over 40 states and 40 countries. Really? So it's really widespread. Yeah. Um, and I'll also say in that time, there's never been a lawsuit for anybody causing anybody harm. Oh, good. Um, I don't want to be naive yeah. again, but again, I think the system attracts a certain spirit of person. We meet with every new member one-on-one. -on -one. We have these monthly gatherings. So. Yeah, I think that creates that yeah. community. How do people get in touch with Time Bank? Well, um, for more information or to join, if you have computer access, danecountytimebank.org. Okay. Um, and there's a lot of information you can glean from that. And mm -hmm. there's also a link that says join that will set you up okay. to meet with the coordinator. Um, if people don't have computer access, they can call our office at 663-0400. Okay. And the same thing, we can connect them with the coordinator. You know, that's to so important, too. Some older people wouldn't have the uh, wherewithal mm -hmm. to do computer kinds of things. So it's really good that you provide yeah, we, that option. Yeah, we don't folks. want that those people to be penalized. Yeah, I like the way you're breaking down some of those barriers mm -hmm. so that people can get some assistance if yeah. they need it. Great. Yeah, because I think a lot of older people are reluctant to deal with something they're not familiar with. And in right. fact, mm -hmm. we sort of encourage older people to be very careful, careful. about what they, yeah. that's right. they do. That's right. And there's so, others who want to learn too. So and it's it's a nice way, let's say, for learning basic computer skills. Because right. we'll have a lot of, you know, we'll have people offering from, you know, hardware sure. repair to you know, setting up it, it seems things. to me that we could do one more thing, Gary. It seems that um, we probably could, even if people wanted to meet 
and match. They could do that in the public space like mm -hmm. the Madison Senior Center right. before inviting people into their home. That mm -hmm. might be just another layer of safety. Um, that we could yeah. offer. Mm -hmm. yeah. Be yeah, a great, great idea, I think. Sure. Good. Yeah, well, I, I think it's such a wonderful um, concept, and I'm, I'm surprised at the statistics you had about how widespread it is. Yeah, it's, it's, it's exciting. It's a going it's, thing, it's, isn't it? It's not just a fly-by-night grassroots Madison progressive Well, thing, I like so. the way it helps older adults yeah. very much it's, so. Thank you for being thank here Thank you today. so much. I appreciate the opportunity. Yeah. And thank you so much, Tom, for being willing to volunteer on Senior Beat. We're glad to have you. Look forward to seeing you and you again. Okay. Well, thank you. I'm glad to be here. Good. Great.